Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Dust Off the Sticks. On today's episode, we're going to be going over one of the most beloved franchises of all time, Mario Kart. Okay, so let's begin. Mario Kart has been around for quite a long time, ever since, I believe, 1990s, correct? Anyway, they started the franchise off with Super Mario Kart, I believe for the SNES, and for the longest, it was one of the fun game at the time, because you had all these wacky items and you had these cool courses that no one at the time had. It was a very fun game because you can just pick up a controller, start racing, and then all of a sudden, you get hit by a shell, or you get hit by, like, bananas and stuff like that. It was really fun. Now, during this time not a lot of people had access to this game as it was very popular but at the same time people like me I didn't have an SNES the game was limited to two players and you had so many options to choose from the characters I mean who didn't want to be Koopa who didn't want to be Bowser or Donkey Kong maybe Yoshi right so the franchise was a big hit the first game pretty much set the path to a really really good series it gave us Mario Circuit it gave us Koopa Beach and of course the all-famous Rainbow Road nowadays we still get new versions of Rainbow Road that it's like a must. Every Mario Kart game has to have a rainbow run. And of course, let's not forget about the soundtracks. The soundtracks for this game was amazing and still one of the most favorable ones of all time. You had the Mario circuit and the character select screen was just out of here. It was great. Now onto the next installment, we have Mario Kart 64. This was one of the best games of all time, especially for the Nintendo 64 system. You were talking about something that was 2D, all of a sudden was recreated in 3D. This was great, especially because you were given the ability to play with four players instead of just two. And of course, it offered more multiplayer modes, like the balloon battle. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun with balloon battle. Rather than just racing against computers and your friends, this opened up a lot of opportunities for Nintendo to expand on. We got a ton of new courses and they also remade some of the old courses for the first time in the N64 series. And even right now, they still bring some of the old N64 courses to the current gen games. I think Mario Kart 7 also had some of these courses along with some of the best soundtracks. Let's not forget about the Rainbow Road edition as well. N64's Rainbow Road was one of the longest Rainbow Roads that I could remember and it had a big shortcut. They also introduced quite a bit of glitches that you were able to cheat your way through three laps and it's insane people to this day still play this game because it's one of the most preferred mario kart games to play rather than some of the new ones when the gamecube first launched they didn't really have a mario kart game to go with it but eventually they came out with mario kart double dash which was a really good addition because it introduced the first mode to swap racers during the race. You were given the ability to have two players rather than just one. One's a backseat driver and throws items and the other one uh, races. And then of course you're able to swap them out to get different specials. It was awesome. And then of course they introduced more stages and of course a little bit of a new multiplayer mode. I'm not quite familiar with the multiplayer mode for this one because I mainly spend most of my time playing Baby Park with friends. <laughs> but regardless, Mario Kart Double Dash was really fun. To this day, it's very underlooked because a lot of people are still playing 64 or Super Mario Kart. Mario Kart 7 was one of the best games for the Mario Kart series. The main reason being was because it was portable. This was one of the first instances where the Nintendo DS really kicked off. Mario Kart 7 helped with that. It was great because you can also play online against players around the world. It was great. And then of course you had some people that exploited some of the abilities that you were able to do in Mario Kart, which was snaking. Snaking was the ability to drift left and right and gain infinite boost through the whole course. 
you were able to master this technique, you were pretty much ahead of the, everybody else all the time. This made or break the competition. So most of the people that you played online, you had that one rare person that would master this ability. And then of course, when you were trying to play with other players, it kind of killed the fun. But at the same time, I believe you were able to have eight players play with you with Mario Kart 7. And this was very memorable. The first time you're able to play wirelessly with a group of friends with eight people, that was amazing. Let's not forget about the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack was one of the top-notch soundtracks to this day. And last but not least, the one other game I'm going to cover is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which currently is on the Switch, and I don't care what anyone says, this is pretty much almost similar to a port of Mario Kart 8 from the Wii U, I believe. This is great. It's a really good game. It was very well polished, and they introduced the fact that you can have downloadable content onto a Mario Kart game. Now, to this day, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still going strong, and we question, why is it still going strong? They introduced things, new courses, and they actually announced a couple of new character additions to the huge roster. One has to question what else can they do to Mario Kart to revolutionize this game? I mean, we went from 2D to 3D and then on Mario Kart 8, we were given the ability to have anti-gravity and of course gliding. So what else can they do for this game? They keep adding new courses, which is really good, but you can only do that for so long. And of course the character limitations. I believe they're running out of characters. They introduced Link, they put the squid inklings in here. Who else can come onto this i'm not so sure but nintendo somehow finds a way to pull this off for the price that they charge they release them in waves so they have every reason to charge the amount that they do which is great because i believe they use this type of money to invest into the game and help them develop and pump out the series anywho i still believe that this game is really fun it's always a great party game no matter what if you have a couple of friends or you have a party or if you have a cookout pop into mario kart grab some controllers have some fun even a bunch of college students still use this game to this day. Pick up the sticks. Dust off the sticks, you know? Alright, how about the evolution of the items? The items gradually over time evolved. From Super Mario Kart, we were given only a small set of items to our disposal. Double Dash came around and of course we were given the ability to use around two super specials depending on who you played. And of course, Mario Kart had some revolutionary items as well. Of course, they also changed this with Mario Kart 7. In Mario Kart 7, we were given the number 7 symbol, which gave you I believe 7 items. They were all randomized, you were given at least like a lightning bolt, some green shells, some bananas, some red shells, etc. This was great because you also gave Bullet Bill a chance and he pretty much gave you a huge boost to try to get as close to first place as possible. In Mario Kart Double Dash, everybody had their own little special, little unique thing and you were able to alternate between items. Now in Mario Kart 8, this kind of changed as well. They gave you 8 items which comes through the number 8 or the infinite symbol now that I think about it. But regardless, that pesky blue shell, the one that started it all, was the number one item that is like a huge game game changers still today in Mario Kart. Now in Mario Kart, you're not considered a pro at Mario Kart unless you are able to fully dodge that blue shell. That pesky blue shell is able to take down the first place and it can cause a huge upsets. I myself have never been able to dodge this thing, maybe once ever, but that's because I got lucky with having the invincibility from the star. But to this day, people are still unveiling ways to be able to dodge this. 
And that pretty much concludes this episode of Dust Off the Sticks. I thank you guys so much for listening in. I love all y'all support. I do this podcast because I love talking about video games. I like to discuss these type of video games. It makes me go down memory lane through some games that I've played in the past. And heck, now I actually want to go back and play some Mario Kart. What about you guys? What do y'all think? I would like to hear from you guys. Share some experiences, some memorable times that you've played some Mario Kart. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know. Tune in next time for episode four. See you guys soon.